Hey everyone, welcome back to Get Back Up Show. Um, I'm Nick, this is Horace. Hey guys, um, today we have uh, Jared Grossman. Um, he is, uh, the conversation was, was awesome. Um, so Jared's an entrepreneur, um, actually lives in Florida, um, but he's actually from New York. Uh, but he started companies like uh, Jarbly, Mm -hmm. uh, task chat, scroll, MP45, muscle prodigy. He just has a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So he's basically in the social media world and yep. the project management world, yep. personal development world, fitness world. Yep. And I he, mean, the list goes on and on and on. And he's really into fitness. I mean, he wrestled in high school and college. He was all American. Yeah. Three time all American. Three time all American. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, um, he's really into the whole fitness side of things along with the, the business and social media side of things. So it's a good combination. It's a good conversation to have. So absolutely. And this episode is catered around everything he does, mm -hmm. um, things that you can implement in your own life, business, personally, professionally. And I mean, the list goes on and on. We could have literally had this interview for three, four hours. Yes, definitely. And still would have kept probably going. Yep. So yeah. So it, it, it's a, it's a really good one for you guys to listen to. I think you'll all enjoy it. And uh, so here we go. Awesome. Hey everyone, uh, we're back with uh, Get Back Up Show. Um, I'm Nick and we have Horace here also. Hey guys. Um, today we have uh, Jarrett Grossman. Um, he is an uh, awesome dude. Um, awesome. Horace, if you want to talk a little bit about Jarrett. <laughs> yeah, well I initially came across Jarrett back in 2011, maybe 10, uh, when I watched one of his videos which now has 11 million views. Um, the other one I believe has like 2.2. Um, Jarrett, you have been very... Um, You've been a key to kind of my success in the business world and um, in my MMA, um, you know, as I keep evolving in the sport, your videos have helped me and millions of people, I'm sure, all around the world. Uh, so thank you for putting those out. Oh, I appreciate that tremendously. Yeah, thanks a lot. So, Jared, uh, I, first of all, I'm curious to know, what are, you, what are some things you're working on right now? Yeah, so basically what I did is um, – uh, I created Muscle Prodigy, which, uh, as you know, those videos that you mentioned, uh, we did a lot of uh, motivational content and stuff, got, got known for that, created a 45-day workout program, MP45. So that's really uh, where I got my business roots, uh, started that up with my childhood friend while I was in law school, and uh, was always just an entrepreneurial mind, did lots of ventures growing up, uh, um, but that was really... Uh, one that actually I, I stuck with, did well in the marketplace and so forth. And uh, then I actually spawned off and created uh, a company called Jarbly LLC. Uh, and this is actually a venture lab. Uh, and under it, you know, I formed sort of a conglomerate and basically have subsidiaries under it where uh, it consists of just basically building different online platforms, ideas, partnering with uh, certain people and companies and so forth, and uh, we have a few subsidiaries. So one is uh, called Task Chat. This is a project management platform, um, similar to like Slack or Asana, mm -hmm. uh, Trello. A lot of uh, a lot of companies use this. So uh, saw saw a need in the marketplace for 
certain innovative features that a lot of those a lot of those companies uh, had, but they didn't have everything that uh, you got to switch from multiple apps a lot of times to do everything that you want to do. So the idea was to sort of create everything native to one app. Um, another project we're working on is something called Scroll. This is a social media platform. Uh, and then we have a restaurant platform as well called Tastes and a, a few other ones in the works as well. That, that's wow. awesome. That sounds really cool, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the social media one would be interesting. Yeah. I, I, wasn't, I didn't know about that. You, just, you said that one was called Scroll? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't get too much into the details now <laughs> launched yet. But, yeah, basically, um, I, we see some flaws in terms of Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, the premise is scrolling, right? People really uh, like to scroll, swipe. Yep all that kind of stuff. So um, in order for a lot of the certain platforms to be effective, Google, YouTube, they're more search oriented. Yep. So you have to know what you want in order for that to actually work. Mm-hmm. And Facebook, Instagram, you, they, you don't necessarily need to know what you want in order to view the content or consume it. But a lot of people complain that the content is not relevant to what they actually want to see. It's not informative. They're not um, getting some, you know, informational, educational growth out of it and so forth. So it's combining, you know, a lot of those different aspects to, uh, create something a little bit, uh, more unique. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I heard, um, I saw a stat a while ago that said there's a new social media company every six years and we're due for a new one. So I don't know if I'll, uh, you know, I'll put this in that, in that class just yet, but, uh, <laughs> you know, let's see if we can make, uh, you know, some impact. Right. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, MP45. Uh, I know that you, you know, built a funnel. Uh, you're in the Two Common Club within ClickFunnels, which um, for all the listeners that don't know what that means, it's you have a, a fu- one funnel that makes a million dollars within one annual year. Um, can you tell me about how you went from, you know, building that from zero or just idea to a million dollar plus funnel online. Yeah, absolutely. So started off as a, just a basic PDF program, wrote the whole program in a uh, uh, summer, okay. 45 day workout program that I used based on the experiences of my wrestling background, mm-hmm. uh, where I was a three time all American wrestler in college oh, nice. and just walked people through the, the training aspect, nutrition aspect, the science behind it. And then an actual 45-day plan that spelled out exactly, you know, what to do every single day in the gym, in the kitchen, meal one, two, three, four, five, six, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, those motivational videos really helped in terms of marketing. Mm-hmm. Then also, uh, we, we went hard on Facebook advertising. Obviously, a lot of people are, are, are doing that. But uh, right. in 2016 is when we really went really uh, hard on it. But it took a it took a while to really get that funnel right in terms of tweaking the landing page over and over again, right. having a lot of credibility by getting featured on other uh, big name sites like Sports Illustrated, Bleacher Report, Elite Daily, um, etc., um, and uh, lots of testimonials. So it was a uh, you know a long work in progress to get to that point where the funnel actually was clicking and converting, and then. Uh, an email marketing sequence that um, was done 
done out with uh, a pr- you know pretty good copywriting that's been refined over the uh, over the years. Sure. Why does fitness matter? How does it help you in business? Fitness. And life? Oh yeah. Oh, because um, you know you got one place to live. Your body is your temple. You've heard that, but right. um, when you see results uh, that you could actually visually see with, with, with the human eye that you there's an actual transformation that occurs. Mm-hmm. Then you're, you get a light bulb that says, what else can I change in my life? Right. So yeah, it's just more of a, uh, a representation of an idea that that change is possible. Uh, and, and so then it spills over into other aspects of your life. But, uh, yeah, for me, it was uh, a lot of it was just, uh, you know, pushing through, gaining that mental toughness. Every time that I was in the gym, I really made a commitment to go to failure, for instance, that idea. For most people, failure is uh, not being able to do 200, you know, pounds on a bench press another time. But the reality is that you could probably do uh, a drop set. You could do 180 pounds, a few more reps right after that, and then 160, and then 140, and so on down the line. Mm-hmm. Right. So true failure and for me, and I was fortunate enough to learn this at a kind of, um, you know, the a younger age was, you know, not being able to do one pound for one rep, theoretically. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you push yourself to that level you know, every single day? You have to go through, you know, a tremendous amount of willpower in your mind in, in order to do that. Um, so, you know, that that led to a lot of other aspects in my life to be able to push mentally. Got it. And I mean, both Nick and I, Nick is competing or planning on going down to Kansas City to mm-hmm. try, um, you know, one of the Ninja Warrior type courses. Um, for my first Muay Thai fight ever, I lost 70 pounds in 12 weeks. Um, oh, wow. That's yeah. unbelievable. Congrats, man. And uh, good luck. You were a big part of that, my friend. All your videos. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. No. I think you did. Of, you did the work. I just, you know, <laughs> but, uh, hopefully, you know, we can inspire. You know, that's the way it goes. All right, awesome, man. Thank you. But yeah, that, that's how it goes, though. Yeah, like yes, we we put in the work, but to be able to get that little extra push, you know, from people like you, you know, the motivation side of things to mm-hmm. to try to give everyone give people that extra little jump. Um, it 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 really does work a lot more than people think. Oh yeah, it, it it really does push you that extra step more than you would expect when you start. Once you get into a groove, it's good to be in a groove, but to get to that next step, somebody needs to come in and give you a push. So I feel like that's what a lot of your motivational videos and, and your, your programs in general can, can really do. And so um, I think that that's really, I think it's an awesome thing that you do. I'm kind of curious more about your, your videos you have on YouTube. Um, what, what did you do? Like, how did you build that, that channel and that brand through YouTube? Uh, yeah. So what, what I did initially, I would record speeches on my phone, just sort of, uh, ideas that I, that I've had. And I just wanted to sort of express them in a, uh, a short clip and, and pack that in and obviously put some nice music and clips and so forth, um, surrounding it, um, and sort of give it that dramatic feel. I've always been, you know, um, attracted to certain directors and movies that, that give that kind of, you know, awesome epic feeling that you, that you sort of get. So sort of wanted to simulate that on, on YouTube in a way. Um, so uh, those videos, I guess at the time, especially 
you know, just uh, had a gravitational pull towards them. Um, kind of went viral organically. Wasn't that much like, you know, marketing. Didn't do any kind of ads or so forth. It just came pretty organically. Um, and then from there, rode rode the wave. And I actually did a video every single day for a year. Um, and then, uh, you know, that, that built that, that channel up to 100,000 subscribers by doing that. Uh, just called it the 365 series. So I think people were... You know, people get drawn to the idea of when you're really committed to something, disciplined to something, and, you know, you stay committed. So, you know, I sort of represented that through the, through the videos that I did. Um, and then I, you know, had to take a break from personal development, teaching and growth and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think you have to, you know, you go through cycles in life and sometimes you got to recenter and balance and, and take a break to to know your, your true purpose and so forth. So... After that, I sort of uh, did a lot of private videos for, you know, my, my personal clients and so forth. But I took a break from YouTube um, for a few years, actually. And then, um, yeah, I do it sporadically here and there, but not as intense as I, I used to. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I have I a question. That. I have a question that's kind of, um, you know, you're in so many different fields. Um, you're in social media, you're in project management, you're in motivation, personal development, you have an app, you have desktop stuff, you, you know, you've achieved millions of views on YouTube. Um, you're in the two comic club, which only a few hundred people, um, are in within click funnels. You know, is it just you doing all this? Do you hire people? Um, how do you hire people? Um, what goes into all of this, you know, and being at the head of it? Oh yeah. So, um, you know, it's definitely, Sometimes you get spread thin for sure. Uh, but I, I work with a lot of different uh, people, whether it's partners I try to team up with. Um, I, I work with a lot, of, a lot of individual independent contractors, freelancers mm -hmm. who help me out, whether it's graphic design or web development, um, SEO, all kinds of different stuff. So, you know, you try to delegate a little bit, but most of the times, you know, a lot of times it's... Uh, me doing a lot of the legwork or whatnot. Um, right. You know, I come up with, you know, ideas in a fit based on a lot of, a lot of it is just, you recognize certain flaws in what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you have a light bulb that says somebody else is going to come up with this or, and I can wait for this if it's urgent or I could create it if I have the resources, time, et cetera. So you just try to position things and there's a syntax to it where, you know, sometimes, I get, you know, sometimes you get, you know, caught up and you want to do something right away, but you really should hold off for a couple of years. So you have to sort of, you know, balance that into it. Right. Um, and you make mistakes along the way, but you try to, you know, just adjust and, you know, how can I, you know, uh, put this project on hold for until the resources or technology develops or whatnot, but it's in the back burner. Um, and then it comes full circle in a way, you know, that you, uh, you, you shelve the project, you know, for, for a while. And then, you know, you start, then you start seeing, okay, it made sense that I actually put forth a little effort towards this because now, you know, I actually have that, um, you know, to be able to go off of now or use it or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, um, that, that's, that's, that's precisely with like scroll, for instance, I came up with the, the idea for it, you know, uh, a few years ago. Uh, made you know did some work for it back then um but it wasn't i wasn't ready you know um you know in terms of my company and so forth to be able to handle it or whatnot whereas now 
you know, it's actually becoming, um, coming into fruition. So it's interesting the way that it works. So do you prioritize your days based on each company's needs or do you prioritize hours per day? How does that look? Um, you, you know what? It's just basically a lot of it is going by. I'm not, I'm not one of these people who, you know, makes a plan for every 15 minutes of my day. Yeah. Um, that just never worked for me. Sure. Um, different, different days require different things, urgencies right. and so forth, different, uh, priorities, you know, just take, take, take precedent every single day. So for me, it's just, you know, sort of waking up with what's, what's the, 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 the main thing that I need to tackle, you know, in the morning, I, it's sort of, I, I, I schedule my time more as I have to be, you know, on, on my computer or on my phone at such and such time and take care of, you know, my, my email inbox or such and such project and so forth. And then it's, you know, we're not going to, we're going to, we're going to stick through this the entire day until all this stuff is done that I need to do. And, you know, so it's, it, for me, it's a little less about like the, uh, the planning side of things. Um, but what's helped me is uh, the, the actual app, the platform that I created called Test Chat, where I can schedule things from 15 minutes to four hour slots in different projects and chat with my team right on there. Um, and, and this way, you know, uh, I used to use Slack a lot. Yep. I don't know if you guys are familiar or use okay. that. Yep. Um, but, you know, that dominated a large part of my you know, schedule was just, you know, what's going on on Slack and that would sort of dictate your day in a way, right. with your email inbox and so forth and, and other things. But, um, you know, for, for everybody, it's different in, in terms of what, how they need to prioritize their day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for whether you work a nine to five job or you're an entrepreneur, you know, you're going to have different, uh, obviously, priorities. Um, it depends on where the level of stress is, you know, that's really the most important thing that you probably need to fix. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you've, you've seen probably wheels of life or so forth where yeah, you can categorize different parts of your, your aspects of your life, whether it's family, whether it's fitness, there, there's some areas of life that are probably causing you more stress than others. So mm -hmm. if you could visualize it like a wheel where you know, I break, uh, I won't get into, you know, too deep of a psychological concept here, but if you could break up your life into four chunks or six chunks or eight chunks or whatnot, and then you could recognize it as a wheel where some aspects it's, you know, a hundred percent, other aspects of your life, maybe 40% of what you want it to be. It's going to be a jarring road until you get that wheel into balance. Right. And, and so that's what you should probably attack you know, uh, from the, from the very onset of your day. So, you know, if, if something depresses you, for instance, fitness or, or finances or whatever it is, when you wake up, that should be the first thing kind of that you attack that's on your mind. And, you know, you're going to sort of cater your day around that in a way. Right. So family or whatnot. So uh, that, that's really my recommendation to go from there. And then you can get into more of the, you know, minute detail of how to, how to really structure a winning day. Right. I really like that wheel illustration. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a visual person, so I, I can see it in my head and that, that, that's really a good way to look at it. I've never really thought of it that way. So yeah. that's, that's really good. Um, now yeah, you used to yeah. be a wrestler in college. Is that right? All American. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, I wrestled in high school, um, wrestled in college. 
And uh, yeah, yeah, it dominated my life for a large, large part of it. I bet. Uh, where'd you go to school? Uh, so I went to Bryan University. It's up okay. in Rhode Island, so cool. a business college. Yeah. Very cool. So you're you're from up there, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, from New York, Long Island originally. Yeah, you you wrestle as well, huh? Harris uh, does. Yeah, I sort of. So I did wrestling, I did jiu-jitsu, I did Muay Thai, I did boxing, <laughs> I do it all. <laughs> I didn't do any of the Amazing, wrestling. Yeah. No, I was more of a baseball guy. <laughs> oh, all right, nice, nice. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> but uh, I'm curious about the whole wrestling thing because you, obviously with the whole, you know, the motivational videos um, going back to your wrestling days, was that something that you, did you listen to? other people give motivational speeches or motivational videos like that when you were when you were wrestling did that give you uh any sort of uh extra jump on the competition um yeah interesting um yeah not really so much the motivational you know videos or speeches when i was wrestling um you know youtube wasn't flooded with as much content back when i graduated high school in 2000 five and then 2009 so it wasn't as a uh, college 2009 so wasn't as prominent back then as it is now for instance but um you know obviously the music you know the rocky soundtrack and so yeah. forth lincoln park all that kind of stuff there i would listen to non-stop so you know that always motivated me um but yeah you know i guess i was just bit by you know an intrinsic motivation back then and i didn't really get into li i listened to a lot of motivational content speeches, um, different, you know, different uh, guys and, and gals, you know, who were delivering a lot of great stuff, more when I was working, you know, and more like, a, you know, building, building company muscle project, for instance, mm -hmm. when I was living in Miami and so forth. That's when I really got, you know, heavy into that and started producing a lot of my own content. Yeah. Cool. One question on that, um, just to tail off of Nick's. You didn't only wrestle. You, you're a four-time All-American, right? Yeah, three-time. I one year, I, my junior year, I had to sit out because I uh, was recovering from shoulder surgery. So, yeah, I dislocated my shoulder a bunch of times, and finally had to get it, you know, patched up. And they're done that. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does it take? Yeah, yeah, I mean, injury. Yeah, there's so many rough injuries. We were actually just at a, an MMA event here in Lincoln, and a guy did that in the middle of the fight, and he had yeah. to fight through it. <laughs> it was yeah. painful. Um, but my question is, you know, unless you've done it, it's hard to explain, and I'm sure, Jared, you can agree with me, um, competing, especially in a combat-based sport, um, it's very different. You can, How do you correlate kind of competing and being on those mats to, you know, tackling the business world and how do those two kind of intertwine? Um, yes, you, you know, it's a great question. So basically, you know, the individual aspect of it, that it's, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, right. you have nobody to blame really, but yourself, exactly. if you lose and if you win, you know, there's, uh, you know, obviously a lot of internal, you know, pride, glory, you know, obviously that comes with that when you, especially when, but the most important thing is basically that the, you know, you could see the work, you know, sort of translate, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, right, right on, uh, onto the match, into the competitions, the tournaments and so forth. You know, you put the work in behind the scenes and, you know, then your, your hand gets raised, you start winning trophies, most outstanding wrestlers and so forth, you know, if you really put the work in outside. So, you know, the business world is, uh, 
you know, similar and then it's different, you know, in many respects. Um, business world, you, you implement changes or you work really hard. Sometimes you don't see those rewards for months or years, you know, down the road. And, mm-hmm. You know, so, so whereas, you know, sports, it kind of translates a little sooner, I find. Um, you start working on a move or whatnot within a you know a couple of days or weeks, you start seeing improvements or you know you right. can implement that. Whereas business world, sometimes it takes much much longer um, for you actually to reap the, reap the rewards. So you know that, that that's a different animal of patience. You know that needs to be taking place in the business world. I find um, and just uh, you know consistency, diligence, all that kind of stuff. But many you know. Uh, components in terms of the mental toughness just pushing through um the tremendous amount of overlap yeah that's good i I like that um so this podcast is is kind of based on the grounds of of optimism motivation and then talking you know interviewing entrepreneurs um we find that you know optimism motivation is a big part of their uh, mindset in their life too, because obviously being successful, you have to have some sort of a motivation to be able to do that. So I was kind of curious, um, is there any advice that you would give to, um, just people who may be having like a self, like a self doubt issue or self confidence issue, um, just kind of help them get through that. I know your videos do that really well. Mm -hmm. Um, but if there's just kind of one thing that you kind of hit on, um, that could maybe help people get through that. Yeah, sure. So, you know, confidence, um, you really just, it comes down to just understanding who you are at a, at a very deep level, right. you know? So if you're experiencing thoughts or, or feelings, it's usually a reason why, you know, don't just ignore it. Don't just try to lie to yourself. Um, that just will temporarily fix it. It's not going to actually heal what's going on. So it's more about exploring, you know, wh- why you are who you are. And is there, is there a reason why you chose it? Right. So, you know, a lot of, you know, it's a, self-doubt is a funny thing. You know, um, you, if, if you're overly arrogant, you know, then that's going to run into a major problem. So, you know, think of it, you know, you should never be on the extreme of either spectrum, right? So, so you, there needs to be some doubt, you know, the, you, need, you need to constantly be questioning yourself in a way, you know, because you could always be better, Um you, you could always be more humble. You could always just uh, analyze something a little bit better. But at the same time, you can never get that too down on yourself. Uh, and if you are, you know, you got you to recognize, you know, maybe that's just a, a test in and of itself. That Can you control your mind when you're getting, you know, off the rails, so to speak, and get back to center? And the other way around, when you get, you know, things are, you know, things are never as good as they seem. They're never as bad. You know, so it's always about just coming back to that center uh, and just understanding, you know, who you are at a deep level that, uh, you know, would you, did you, did you choose every aspect of your life? You know, uh, is there a reason why this is occurring right now? So right. that'll, that'll give you a lot of wisdom. Yeah. No, that's, analyze, you know, and, and that's going to be different for everybody. I agree. It is different for everyone. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, so yeah. one thing you mentioned is you lived in uh, Long Island, then Miami for a bit, and now you're in Boca. Uh, were those moves more personal? Were they more about business and developing business relationships? Or how come, you know, all the moves? Because some people never leave, well, even their city their whole life. Oh, yeah. So um, after uh, after college, where I was up in Rhode Island, so it wasn't, you know, uh, wasn't too far from where I grew up, uh, right. but it was away from home kind of thing. Uh, 
went to law school in Manhattan, so experienced that for a little bit. Went out to L.A. after law school um, for a few months. You know, it's the, the West Coast. I wanted to, I guess, give it a try with my business partner or whatnot. Certain aspects of it I liked. Uh, the time, time difference, you know, sort of got to me. And then being away from family, and, uh, close friends, and so forth, that was tough. So then moved back to the East Coast, New York. And then, um, yeah, I liked Miami. My, I used to come down to Florida on vacation a lot. So obviously, you know, the weather compared to New York is a tremendous difference. So um, came down to Miami, gave it a try, you know, uh, for, for a few years. And I, I like certain parts of that. Um, and uh, uh, now I'm actually in Boca Raton, which is about an, an hour north of Miami. So yeah. I still go up to New York roughly, you know, once, uh, once a month, once every six weeks, something like that. Um, but, yeah, this is where I reside now, and uh, I like it a lot. So, I mean, even for me, I've always, and I mean, a lot of people say the same thing. Oh, my life would be so much better if I was in New York or Los Angeles. And I mean, even for me, I've been struggling with just being able to pull that trigger. Of course, you went with your business partner. um, But I mean, I have friends in Los Angeles and New York City and all these places. But, um, you know, I'm sure there's more people that are like me um, that haven't pulled that trigger um, because, you know, family and things like that. Uh, How does one pull that trigger? Cause I mean, you've made the move, you pull that trigger. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, again, it's going to be, you know, on a case by case basis, kind of thing, right. you know, if it's the right move for you. Um, if, if it's something that, you know, you're scratching at you for a long time and you're just ignoring it, then, you know, there's probably, you know, some misguided fears there, you know, but mm-hmm. if there's some, you know, logical reasoning behind, you know, why, why you should stay or whatnot. And you're just getting uh, caught up in the moment that other people are doing it. So I should do it too. Maybe, you know, maybe it's not the best move kind of thing. So, right. you know, it's really just a, a case by case thing, but if you, you've been neglecting, you know, this, um, you know, this itch for a long time, uh, that it's something that you feel like you need to do, but you, there's just some fear there or whatnot, then, then maybe that's, uh, you know, something to, uh, something to, uh, pull the trigger on, like you said. Right. Cool. Um, uh, just a, a fun question. Uh, what's the temp out there right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, here it's about, you know, seventies, eighties. So, you know, it's a nice time of year down here. In Florida. Yeah. It's, we call it in season, you know, in season. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're sitting at about 14 there degrees. You go. No. So that, that sounds like a lot better. Oh, man. <laughs> Last week we were at like minus two weeks ago. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Yeah. We had the polar yeah, vortex like a, here. The vortex the rest of the yeah. country. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had about <laughs> negative 50, 50 wind chill or something like that. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Well, that sounds awesome. Well, hey, Jared, I really appreciate you coming on. That was a, a great conversation, I think. Um, and we, we really appreciate what you do with with motivation and with um, – and then, obviously, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to look out for scroll because that looks pretty cool, that, that and task chat. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look Thanks, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. But, um, yeah, thanks for coming on. And Horace, I don't know if you want to add anything or. Yeah, man, no, thanks. I mean, this has been awesome. I mean, I could pick your brain for the next five hours <laughs> and go back and forth. Um, <laughs> well, that's one thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I've always learned is the super successful. Um, there's an, there's a, a quest for learning that you just can't satisfy. The more you learn, the more you learn that you don't know a whole lot and the more you want to learn. Sure. Um, 
So thank you for coming on. I've learned a lot personally. I know our audience is going to learn a lot. Uh, Nick, mm -hmm. I'm sure has learned a lot. So yep. thank you so much for the time, man. I know, I know you're busy. <laughs> no, no, this was, uh, this was awesome guys. Yeah. And uh, I really appreciate it. The interview is only as good as the, you know, the questions. So you guys <laughs> really bring it every time. Jarrett, one more for you. Where, what's a good way to, uh, to follow you? Do you have an Instagram, obviously your YouTube channel? What, where's a good way where people can follow you? Yeah, so you could hop on um, my YouTube channel. Like you said, you could just type in Jarek Grossman, my name, and you'll find uh, some videos on me. Uh, my website as well, JarekGrossman.com. And uh, my company, it's Jarbly.com. So that's J-A-R-B as in boy, L-Y.com. Awesome. That sounds good. Hey, Jared, thanks for coming. Right. I appreciate it, man. Hey, thank you, guys. All right, have a great one. Thanks, you too.